my nigga Dom. True players, let's go. This that true player shit. We gon' make it live with Big Dom. How they gon' knock true player shit? We gon' take it farther than beyond. This that true player shit. We gon' make it live with Big Dom. How they gon' knock true player shit? We gon' take it farther than beyond. We ain't holding no punches. True players, we live, homie, no front and always talk about something. So taking over, you know that the wait is over. That in your face commentary is firing the show up. We talk about sports, finance, and relationships. True players. Thank you. What's good, everybody? It's your man, Big Dom, coming live naturally another True Players podcast episode. I got my brothers here. I got Joey G. I got Ricky Brown. I got Prophecy on, on this podcast. You know, I, I told you guys last episode that we're going to come back Friday, but nah. You couldn't wait till next Friday to hit you with another episode. You know, it's one of our compadres missing from the first episode of the top five, top ten lyricists. Ricky Brown was missing in the first, first, first episode. So we had to do it, part two, to the podcast. And let Ricky Brown, this is the Ricky Brown edition, the top five, top ten, MC slash lyricist. So, what's up, everybody? We got Joey G, Ricky Brown, Prophecy. Let's go. Right. Oh, don't forget, don't forget, don't forget. You got, you, yo, don't forget, don't forget Black Rose. Oh, we can't forget Black Rose. Black Shout Rose out is to Black Rose. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Black Rose is Come on, just you screaming in my earphone. I'm not joking. My man said, Get your own Bluetooth. You like that, Joey? Yeah, but check check it out, check it out, check it out, check it out, ladies and gentlemen. We have to come back with a part two. You know, our brother Ricky Brown was missing in action the first episode. Mm-hmm. He, got, he got a lot to say, especially with um, what Prophecy said on the last podcast. I want these guys to, to debate. About all right, now, 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 hold up. In 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 all Ooh. fairness, I did not <laughs> see the whole podcast yet. So so I don't I, okay. I I don't know whole I don't know the whole story yet, but um let 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 me let me start off giving my top five, all right? Because okay. hands down, hands down, nobody I don't care what none of y'all say, nobody's touching the God MC Rock M. No, say something. No. Say That's something. true. That's say true. Something. That's okay. true. <laughs> okay, now we we can we can debate about everything else. Rock him is oh, is at the top of that list. But you okay. Don't you open your mouth about no rock him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So <laughs> I'll be telling my I'll be telling my best boys. I'm like, my nigga, don't say nothing yeah. bad about rock him. For real. For real. For real. He's a cool brother, man. He opened the doors for He's a lot. So now th- th- this this is my top five: Rakim, KRS One, Big Pun, okay. LL Cool J, The Brat. Wow, he put the brat. Yes. Wow. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Not even Queen Latifah, but the brat. Nope. 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 The brat over Queen Latifah. I got you. Brad, got you. you said the Brad over Queen Yes. Yes. I mean, and then, that, ain't, that ain't no disrespect to the Queen. 
That ain't no disrespect to the queen. Nah. But I'm putting nah. but you gotta understand something. Nah. I'm not just putting the brat over Queen Latifah. I'm putting the brat over MC Light. I'm done with the next one. I'm like, you want to talk about the first female MC that hit hard, harder than any of these dudes out there? That was definitely MC Light. Definitely yeah, MC Light. And no, I'm, man, I'm, I'm not, gonna lie though. I ain't gonna lie though. I ain't gonna lie though. Fat Joe, Tretch, and all of them will tell you Queen Latifah wasn't nothing to mess with, man. No, Queen no, Latifah no. was not niggas out it's, like, especially, like the New York Giants. Yo, especially if she you want to step New up York to the Giant cypher. Niggas out. Yo, if you want to step up to the cypher and Queen Latifah was in that motherfucker, she would put you out. Straight. <laughs> Straight up and down. Straight up and down. Straight up and down. But that's not what she was putting out. Yeah, Cause she, yeah, yeah. she she was trying to she was doing her best to be as conscious as possible as far as the what she what she put out. But 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 let that cipher jump off. Let there be some forties and blunts and a circle. Yeah, yeah. Somebody somebody walking away with their feelings hurt because the queen just got okay. a buck fifty. And a buck fifty. Cause she yeah. was quick to bust somebody open. Yes, yes. She would, yo, yes, they said, they yo, who said, is this bitch? Like, who are you calling a bitch? You and I, T.Y. Yo, even Mary J, man. One time, Mary J had a situation. Um, downtown um, Manhattan. Man, they called Queen Latifah. They thought Queen oh, Latifah Lord. was coming with brothers and family. It was just Queen Latifah. <laughs> okay, that's crazy, dog. You gotta respect an artist like that, dog. Yeah, like, yeah, no man. doubt, no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> but MC Light, that was another one. She was smooth talking, but it cut you in a heartbeat. That's audio too, little sister. Shit, <laughs> a lot of people slept that's on left. And milk. A lot of people Yo, slept hold, hold, even hold. on left. You eye. mean you mean everybody slept on left eye? Yeah, they yeah. slept. Everybody on slept on left eye. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace. I'll go downstairs. Yeah. But yes, I did yeah. yes. I, I, I put the brat in, in at the top of my top five because that was the first female MC to come at it hard. Yeah. Gangster with metaphors. Right. With Ten. double entendres, with triple entendres. The wordplay was always crazy. Yo, she put out that one album, what was it? Limelights and uh, Lovers and Limelights or whatever it was. Yo, every beat on that album was whack and she still spit at the top of her game. I believe every you. Every beat on that album was weak. Nah, you ain't never Every last one. Brat, the Brat, you took me back on that though, bro. I ain't gonna front. Because the Brat was promising, yo. Yes. That's a promising person right there. So her voice was just. We failed to mention amongst the top, the, the uh, conversation. Queen B. Little Kim. Now, did we? Well, <laughs> with, 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 with Little Kim, okay? I give I, I, I give her I, I give her credit for for, for yes. being an innovator and for and for being a groundbreaking artist. However, right. as an MC, 
I really don't want to give her that mic because half the rhyme she's spitting ain't nothing that she wrote. <laughs> now we could, we could take it back. We could take it back to hardcore and see all the S Carters in the credits. Now we, we, we <laughs> that, that, that's the thing about this digital age. Y'all don't get no CD covers no more. Y'all don't have to open them up and actually see who wrote the songs. You don't see yeah. all the C Wallaces and S Carters that wrote yeah. the songs that that, that yeah. she was spitting. Yep, yep. Now yep. that that that's 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 no disrespect to her because as an artist she does her thing. But yeah. as far as as far as an MC, nah, she she ain't she ain't in no list of mine. Gotcha. So so let me ask you guys a question. So the, the, the qualifications to be in the top five for top ten is one, you gotta write your own own music. And two, your delivery as far as the wordplay. For for me personally, See? yes. See, for I me, told you, Dom. I told you, Joey. I yes. was waiting for uh, Mr. B, man, to drop that knowledge, man. When it comes to being a top, I don't want you to like. I know I put a hundred percent in my bars and my liver, right? Eighty percent the streets really know it. Like, nah, I care really about that. So, you mean to tell me you gonna be bigger than me on the verses because your man in the closet was writing for you? Man, you better pull that nigga out in the closet and talk first, man. <laughs> Thank you. I'll Thank battle you. your ghostwriter before I battle you, yo. And then I'll Thank give you. it hands down to you. Yo, my bro, you a better entertainer than me. Because I probably won't be able to do a backflip and and turn my head like this a few times on the stage. You probably a better <laughs> entertainer. But writing-wise... Hell no. Creativity-wise? <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. Like, 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 for instance, like, for instance, when you talk about Pop Smoke, right? The nigga Pop Smoke came with that little whoop-whoop dance, right? That's a famous mm. dance everybody do. But when he did the dance, he had a style with it, and he got his own music. That's three things you can't beat. No. You know what I'm saying? That's like that's the Usher that's the hammer dance. formula. You that's feel the hammer me? formula. That's a the hammer formula, yo. So when you sit there, oh yeah, I'm top five. Nah, Drake, I'm sorry. You sound good. You entertain right. well, but thank you. Yo, your come up is a little shaky because you didn't have bars in Degrassi. You ain't have bars after Degrassi, but all of a sudden you went to Toronto and ran into Boy Wonder, who also knew your producer. Yeah, stop. Because if you Between really listen Boy to Wonder, the jingles, Jay Cole, yo, and, and Sean Carter, that there's Drake's library right there. You feel me? Like, you really listen to the concept. I'm like, damn, Drake, he sounds slick as hell, but somebody behind that slickness, yo. Some niggas, I ain't going to lie, be too light-skinned. Drake is too light-skinned. You understand? <laughs> I'm dead serious. You got, you got, yo, you got your, you got your light-skinned niggas, and then you got your light-skinned niggas. <laughs> He's more of a light skinned nigga. <laughs> you, you feel me? You feel me? Like, you guys, like, <laughs> I am not. So, let me Me and Joe not in this part of the conversation. <laughs> you see, because y'all light skinned brothers. You know what I'm saying? Y'all light skinned brothers. Y'all not light skinned it. You know what I'm saying? There's a big difference. Light-skinned brothers, they down to earth. They really respect real for what it is. Light-skinned niggas are different. They get cocky because the ghostwriter wrote for them. 
They popping a bunch of bottles they didn't buy. You understand where I'm coming from? And you and know, they hotline Trump. blinging with Trump. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. Y'all forgot about that shit, didn't y'all? <laughs> Many people do, yo. Many people do. And they do it quick. They they set us up to forget about a lot of things real quick. But like I opened up with y'all the other night when I watched that Drake so-called freestyle, and then you caught like two bars that wasn't a freestyle. I'm like, wait a minute, buddy. Nah, uh-uh. You know, um, like the format. See, now, you know what? The 90s ruined me for freestyles. Because, see, yeah. for me, freestyles was always you coming off the top of your head. Now, you can, right. go ask, you can go ask KRS-One. You can go ask LL Cool J. You could go ask Dana Dane. You can go ask um, Slick Rick. For them, freestyles way back in the day was you came to the park and join the cypher, and you came with your best rhymes. In other words, you already had your rhymes prepared. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that this was something that somebody had already heard, but you already had your, 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 your rhyme book, and you wasn't coming off the top of your head because you, you was looking to put other people out of the cypher. Now, that's, that's what freestyle originated as. Somehow, somehow we came back to that. I don't know how we lost the freestyle mentality of being free with your style. Because as far as I'm concerned, if, if you already got it written down, that style ain't free. That that style is well rehearsed. That's just my well opinion. rehearsed, exactly. A freestyle is when you really off the top. You know what I mean? You're talking about the relevance of what's in front of you at that moment, not last week. You know what I'm saying? Um, you got a and lot that's of these what, URLs, that's what was um, so special. That's what that's what was so special about both Snoop and Biggie, because both Snoop yes. and Biggie yes. would sit there in front of you and talk about what you're wearing, talk about your bum ass shoes. He don't care if they Air Force Ones. You know they're gonna talk about yep. your bum ass shoes. They're gonna talk about your bum ass clothes. It don't it don't matter. Yeah. Oh my God. Do not KRS get KRS would do it like that. Do Buster not get would KRS do it like started. that. Um, my, man, my, man re my man reads the Billboard charts and says, you Big know what, Daddy, I'm yo, about Big to write Daddy a rhyme Kane? that'll end your career. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Big Daddy Kane was like that. Big Daddy yep. Kane was like that. <laughs> you got you Big that? Daddy Kane, um, um, Curtis Blow. Curtis Blow is another one. Like, we yep. just knew of these are the breaks. But on the low, I was, I was seven yeah. years old. When I was running into the OGs on 199, um, Dom, when they would bring old tapes of Curtis Blow, where they recorded him, like just regularly rap, and this man saw his mouth was off the chain, yo. Yeah. Okay, like when you listen to Curtis Blow, he remind me of Biggie because Curtis Blow didn't give you your your traditional cat hat rat pat tat rhyme. You feel me? Biggie and Curtis Blow would are the types that would rap bad with with Cat. You understand? Like the rhymes didn't really rhyme rhyme, but it sounded alike. You understand? Yeah. When Biggie rhymed, he ain't just say, yo, I'm going to hit you with the gat. Oh, from the bat. You know it's like gat and bat don't rhyme. <laughs> you feel me? But he made that work. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You get smacked with that gat. That's a rap. I mean, these things don't even, 
you know, when you rap and you, you look in a nursery rhyme book, you put book with cook. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Things that really, but this man, Biggie, had the style where he would not have the perfect rhyme, but it sounded right on the money. Right. And Curtis Blow was getting it off like that. But Curtis Blow got it off after writing. You could tell which was a writing, um, a written song and a freestyle. Like these are the breaks he sat down and wrote it because of what he was going through. But when you listen to other music around him, man, KRS was like, man, this dog, he was dogging people, yo. Curtis Blow was on the low like a DMX back in the day. He just humbled himself because he knew he had that criteria of richness. His outfits was like Earth, Wind, and Fire. He was like an Earth, Wind, and Fire one-man shop. All day. Okay, this nigga was, yo, oh, my God. We grew up like, yo, this, you see his rings? His four-finger ring would, like, really look like a suitcase in, in this man's hand. You know what I'm saying? So it's <laughs> like that stature, you got to hold that. You feel me? And then who came after him? Big Daddy Kane. Big Daddy Kane was like, I'm not going to let y'all change me. But Rakim helped him change himself. Like, nah, you don't got to smack things all the time. You, ain't got, you know what I'm saying? You beat these niggas up. So Rakim taught him to be more humble, yo. Because Rakim, Rakim was straight boom, yo. To this day, Rakim wear mad big clothes. You don't know where he holding on there. You, you don't really know where don't. he holding. Because that dude is like you know 80 saying? pounds a, soaking wet. But get, put trying, him on the scale. Put him on the scale. He 250 all day. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's that lead. A, a that's lead industrial him. strength plastic. Like <laughs> You feel me? He's, yo, this is a different world. It's a different world, yo. It's a different world, man. Comfortable with let me ask you guys. Let me ask you. Say again, bro. I said some people are just comfortable with that tool. For real. <laughs> some people really be. Yo, <laughs> you ever hear you ever hear Rakim talk about back in the day when he was on the uh, when he was on tour and um like he went he went to go slap boxing with LL Cool J. And he, he thought he was slick, yeah. and he, he popped LL's hat off, and shit got real. He was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, that was that was back when L did not play about you. Do not fucking touch the hat. Like, <laughs> yeah, and a lot of niggas, yo, that's why I hated that shit. Like a lot of niggas used to think my man L O was just some regular pretty boy. Mad nigga, go in your mouth. He will. Yeah. You go in your mouth. I remember Jackson, yo. I remember, yo. I was a little nigga, man. Little nigga, I remember they tried to jump, L, so-called jump LL at Jackson High School. But this little nigga right here, man, I was a gun toter. They were scared of me running through hollers because I come pop somebody in their leg in a heartbeat. So my thing was like, all right, cool. I'm a little nigga. I like LL. You know, he from Queens. We're going to hold LL down. Man, let me tell you something. Seeing these niggas try to chase LL down the block, my GD. Yo, you see LL running, right? He running with like 10 niggas behind him. But like halfway through the block, the nigga LL will turn around and catch somebody. Bop! And then turn around and keep running again. So he dropped like four feet. Yo, this nigga was slick. Yo, we watched that. And my man, he holding my hand. He like, don't go follow that. That ass LL. I'm like, I'm about to shoot somebody, man. For this man. And this is this our hero. You know what I'm saying? So like just to see that history, I'm like, damn, yo. Growing up now, I'm like, damn, son, I was about to kill people for LL, bro. That's crazy, yo. Just to see that, but just to see him getting chased by 10 people and turn around, knock like two, three of them down real quick and keep the booking. 
that was just like strategic as ever, bro. This wasn't just see, rap. You know something? Else? Back back then, back then, it didn't matter if you was in one of the boroughs or if you was way out. Um, uh, shit, name some place way out Suffolk County. Um, Ron Conkham or somewhere. If you had on one of them big dookie chains, you better be prepared to to keep that chain. You know what For I'm real? saying? So if, if somebody, if you saw somebody walk in the streets with the big dookie ropes, they wasn't no punk. For they real? was not no punk. Because the only way you getting it up off them is if, if you flash that steel on them. That was the only way you was getting it up off them. Yeah. Yo, let me, ask you, let me ask you guys a question. Um, Prophecy mentioned some. We, we spoke a little bit about the LL and cannabis um, beef. All cannabis fault. How you outrhyme? How you outrhyme somebody and still lose the battle? Like, <laughs> listen, I think prophecy's on mute. He really want to say something. Prof, you're on mute. You mute it. You mute it. Yeah, what I was saying, like the homie should have came <laughs> at the homie when, when he was rocking the bells. You feel me? Because you done got this nigga close to diamond and you coming at him, cannabis. But lyrical content wise, LL will say that boy did do some damage. Cause like, yeah, you know, when you come, when you coming in, like I like explained, you got a lot of these man, newcomers, they just really just pop up coming out. You know what I'm saying? They become puppets for whoever got the money. Yep. This dude didn't come out with, oh, I got some money. He was with Wyclef, who was his money. But the nigga opened doors for features people to this day wouldn't even allow. This young boy was so talented that he was with DMX and them ASAP for 4321. LL already had a verse for 4321. We sat there and cracked hella jokes about that because, you know, David Reeves, he's a button pusher. He bought Run DMC out. So Unk had us in the studio tonight when the second round knockout came. So we like, damn, mm, this sounds like a, 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 a beef, right? So we listening to Eminem at the same time. It's like five popular people was lit at that time. It was cannabis, um, cannabis, Eminem. Um, pretty ugly. What's the other dude? The white dude, Bubba Spark, and wow, B U S P A R triple X. You wow. feel me? So these were <laughs> names that were just coming out. So being right. at cannabis, when cannabis started his Eminem run, that allowed him four, three, two, one. You feel me? Then features with the firm. You messing with Nas, Core Mega. Foxy Brown. So all that attention now is yeah, making LL that? water up. He like, hold up. What? LL had a 4321 verse. His verse is completely different from what y'all see on Google. Not only that, so is cannabis verse. Okay. Yeah. But cannabis so crazy. He opened from the rip, made LL go back. LL said, wait a minute, wait. That nigga listened to it. <laughs> mm. I remember that night because he called David Reeves. David Reeves is supposed to make the beat for that can I bust. 
But Dave, yes, you know Dave. him, he into that, you know what I mean? He ain't too sitting stable. He moving around. He flying. <laughs> you know what I mean? He always that Russell crib. He, he be trying to squeeze me to come to Russell. I'm like, look, I don't want to just go to Russell crib. Guy. You feel me? Exactly, bro. <laughs> so when that beat was dropped, we like, damn, he coming like that. Yo, no lie, LL said. This was his exact words on the phone. And Hurricane and Hurricane um Hurricane T will vouch for this. Came from the Afros. Hurricane T was there. Hur Hurricane T said, man, that little skinny big head motherfucker coming at you, L. <laughs> <laughs> so L says, yo, man, Dave, you gonna make this beat. Next following week, yo, we in studio A. These niggas is in studio B. L L done changed his verse and started coming at the little homie. He like, oh word, you gonna come for my mic on my arm. I'm like, oh, he changed up his verse. You respected on the low. If that story is exposed, that's basically showing that LL gave that boy his homage. Once you change your song, my nigga, you no just doubt. gave that respect. No doubt. Let me let me let me let me let me, let me share a, 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 a story that um Buster Rhymes actually shared this story when he when he did um um uh calm down. It, it, mm. it was a track. It was the track he did with Eminem. Um, mm. He was like, "Yo, he he, uh, Busta laid down his verse. The beat was banging, and uh, he, he had he had already talked to M. M and heard the beat, so he sends it to M. Now he, Busta already got like sixteen bars, right? Mm -hmm. So M go in and do his thing, and he put down twenty bars, and he sends it back to Busta." Buster takes and does 24 bars <laughs> and sends it back to Buster M. Buster did 24? M takes and does 30 bars and sends it back to Buster. <laughs> Buster, <laughs> like, they went back and forth because, I mean, that's the competitive nature. And to, to me, that's a beautiful thing. That That's, that, that's what hip-hop does. It drives you to, to, to push that hunger. But when 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 when, when it, to me when it crosses the line is when it says, "Hey, Dom, me and you, we gonna make some money. We gonna get up on the stage and we gonna battle it out." And then Dom goes and says, "You know what? Fuck them. Oh, you know, blah 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 blah." Yo, we were supposed to be making money together. Right. We could be we could we could be battling it out on stage. You could be saying all that f me on stage, and we both getting paid. But now nah, you want to go off and you want to go off and do your own thing over there, and now you wonder why your records ain't selling. Ain't mm. nobody set you up. You set yourself up. But yeah. I mean, it was it was it was funny when LO put that on the goat uh, on 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 the goat album, talking about how me and Y Clef got together to set you up. They ain't never they ain't do no no shit like that. Cannabis set himself up. He ended up blackballing himself. No, nah, you know what it was. was, it, was always, it, you know, it really was Y Clef, but. Never know why Clef and L shit. Never know why Clef and L shit. Because L ain't, L ain't the type to shave for points. And I'll go all day. Yeah. I'll battle anybody for LL on that. Because he ain't the type that's going to scrape no points. You know what I mean? Doing it that way. What it was, mm -hmm. it was an internal beef with, like, Cannabis and why Clef themselves. Niggas right. was under assumption that Cannabis was Haitian. And once Y Clef realized he wasn't Haitian, instead of just, just dropping him, he snaked him. Instead of getting him ready for a seasoned vet, 
He threw him out there. Okay. Didn't put no major money behind his um his album. When that cannabis album dropped, bro, man, he didn't promote that boy now one time on the radio, B. You feel me? We was part of cannabis's camp to put out stickers for cannabis. You feel me? Cannabis took some of Wyclef advance money and had his own little street team to help him promote his music. Because this nigga was just, just trying to dodge him, drop cannabis. He felt like cannabis was going to get cornered in by M. You feel me? It's like, I'm going to just drop you in this world with everything else around you. I'm going to be in here now, with Eminem. Now. That Eminem shitted on, on, on this nigga. Um, when, when Eminem dropped his second album, while Clef was still trying to holler at him. Shit it on. If you pick that nigga out, um, that second album, he was shitting on Wyclef. It came at him. He came at him, Britney Spears. He came with man, he came at the whole hip hop. Whoever really wasn't did. correct, Eminem was coming at your neck. Yeah. <laughs> and the reason why he talked this shit, Eminem, as soon as he got his deal from Drake, he was already looking at 50. He like, oh, they shot this nigga. I'm about to sign him. Cause they shit it on. You damn you These damn sure right about that one. Yo, bro, I was around a lot of goony shit. Like, my mom would be like, yo, don't let them enforce you to go do this and go do that. We was always in the mix. We was little niggas trying to be in the game. So we was we was in the queen story. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes niggas be like, yo, don't mention it and all that good shit, man. I want every, I want in. Y'all not going to tell me not, not, not what to, to not talk about. I'm going to talk about it all because I'm a, I'm a bone hiding in the closet for a lot of niggas. So, yeah, when I was part of those scenes where I had to go get a nigga chain back, I need all that on a mixtape. I'm exposing everybody. Don't nobody <laughs> really want me out because they know I got secrets. I swear to God, I've been I've been to spots where niggas is like, will we'll pay money just to keep me out of it, yo. Because they like, nah, this nigga, you about to take our shine right now. Word up. And and there's a lot of us that's like that. Threats. Threats where they tried to play us back in the days because we was little. We needed money in our pocket. Your money could come with us. You know, you could hold your strap. We'll get you in the club. And we went through all that, man. So it's like watching this. Like, now we want our peace. I don't give a damn what you're talking about. <laughs> I will expose you. We was in studios with on Wyclef. Wyclef, man, I almost I almost gave it to Wyclef one night. I was about to headbutt him on my bob uncle. I was sipping some Haitian rum, too. I'm like, man, I will headbutt this nigga if he don't think he's going to talk to me some call with uh, uh. Davey D will tell you. They, they, they'll tell you the reason why this kid is not signed is because he plays no bullshit. I'm I'm worse than 50. I, man, don't don't play me. I'll beat you up on, in, in, on TMZ. What are you talking about? I'm going to get my respect. You're not gonna, you know what I mean? You ain't going to walk around and pump me. That ain't going to happen. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, you know, like I said, I love having these guys on the podcast. You tell some real stories up on, on the podcast. But I do have a question for you, uh, Ricky Brown. You spoke, we spoke offline in regards to this, and you mentioned one one rapper that 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 sh- you felt should be in the top ten, which is Chino XL. Please explain that. To me. Explain, please, please explain to the audience. Oh my God! Yes, the word Smith. You said Chino now, XL. I- now, now, hold on. I got, I got, I got four honorable mentions that that would that 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 bring me up to nine. That that, that these ain't in no particular order, and two of these, two of these are are people who got outshined by the rest of their group, and that's Inspector Deck and MC Ren. Inspector mm-hmm. Deck and MC Ren, for some reason, they got lost in the shuffle of their group. 
uh, they was, in my humble opinion, they was hotter than everybody else in their group. Like they, 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 they was on point. And but I, I also had Rod Digger and Chino XL. That's nice. I love Rod Digger. Rod Digger and Chino XL. Now, the sweetest person had no idea. Hey. <laughs> Rod yo, Digger. Yo, he, yeah, it's he a little, killed look, that. This dude right here is not lying. If you ever sat down and talked to Rod Digger and just spent five minutes in her presence, you would not think that she was the MC beast that she is. Right. She dope. And and, and 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 in in all honesty, it was hard for me to decide to put Brat in the top five when when there's a raw digger out there. Because like that, that took a lot. Let's not forget Lauren. That took a lot of consideration. I mean, I got I got respect for Lauren, but I'm yeah. sorry, but Digger shitted on Lauren in her own song. Nah, she sure did. She sure did. <laughs> <laughs> hey yo, I'm going through a lot of problems with that big bro. You know why? <laughs> yo, there's a lot of people that have did songs and features with that shit ain't released. You know what I'm saying? Cause niggas are like, man, this nigga's killing me. <laughs> but 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 now but now to, 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 get, to, to, to get to get back to Dom's question about Chino XL. This this did Chino XL for me was the original big pun. Yeah, sure was. He was he was the original big pun. He he had he, he had the he had the metaphors, he had the lyrics, and the dude could spit off the top of his head. If you if you want if you really want to hear, I mean it's 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 old, it's dead, it's really not worth rehashing. But it's worth listening to if you want to hear rhyme skills. Hear Chino XL's freestyle on the Breakfast Club when he was dissing Tupac. This was what made Tupac say, fuck Chino XL at the end of Hit Him Up. Mm -hmm. When Chino XL went in about you and your crackhead mother and uh <laughs> <laughs> Yo, like and Chino XL. And Chino XL was coming off the top of his head. The the, the dude and, and he, uh, you you want you want to you want to hear something magnificent? Go to uh, find a track by Chino XL called Word, Wordsmith. Mm, I know that. Now song that was that was him actually taking the time to sit down with a pen and paper and say, "I'm the metaphorical me me uh, Mephistopheles." Um, it, like it, it, yo, it. it Dude is insane with it. Like I, I can't even repeat half of his bars. Like you know, you know how you go to Wikipedia and you pull up a page. Like let's say you pull up a, a page for YouTube, right? And they'll say YouTube is a social media platform, and the word social media is a hyperlink, and the word platform is another hyperlink. Like if you were to take and put Chino XL's lyrics in Wikipedia, like half the damn page would be blue. Because you would have, you would, it would take you hours to go through all of the shit just to get through the, just to get through the, the, the layers of the metaphors that this dude is laying down in one sixteen. Yeah, Chino XL, one of the most slept on MCs ever. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not talking. Look, I, I know that there's like the same way that there's plenty of, plenty of cats that's 
10 times better than Jordan, 10 times better than LeBron, 10 times better than Kobe. They never got their shot. They're still in the park. They're still doing their thing. You could say the same thing about the rap game. There's a, uh, there's a million dudes out there. Um, Sticky Fingers once said, if Eminem would have been black, would he have sold five mil or been one out of five million rappers without a deal? Like, that's real. Because there, there's a lot of MCs out there that you will never hear. I, 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 got, I got a homeboy who loves making music, has no intention of actually putting any of it out. It's just in him to keep making his music. Put mine back in the fridge. He might he might have a little he might have one track on SoundCloud he might have one little track on YouTube but to this day and the, the, the dude is in his forties and he's been doing his thing for over to like 10, 15 years okay. like he, he just loves doing his music you'll never actually hear his music and and, and the dude is gifted dude is blessed with 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 with, with the wordplay <laughs> you know what I'm saying he is blessed with the wordplay. <laughs> but but you, but you'll never actually hear his you know what I'm saying his music. So yeah, there's plenty of MCs out there that 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 there's there's probably a, there's probably a cat out there right now that could that 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 could shit on Rakim and KRS at the same time, but you'll never hear him. Oh damn! Oh, we hearing him? We hearing him? It we hearing him right now? He, he's on he's on the podcast right now. Props. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Am I in top chat? Top chat. Yeah. So, um, but, but, you know, uh, at, 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 at the same time, that no one, no one professionally that has been put out there, in my humble opinion, has been as slept on as Chino XL, and the, those those the, these four, the, the, these four side uh, artists, Chino XL, Rebel INS, suspected that MC Ren and Rod Digger, in my humble opinion, they got slept on. They get they they do get the respect for 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 their ability, but they don't get the um the recognition. Or the fame that I believe that they deserve for the work that they put in. Sure, they put in work. But let, let me let me let me say something about this too. We we, we all know the story about Inspector Deck and the track that he did with Red Man, Method Man, and Tupac, and how Tupac purposely left them off the track. And at the end of that song, Rep, um, I leave the mic in blaze. My name is INS the Rebel. Yep, I think Pop, special I think lyricist, murderer, sit this. Oh, what? we could go. We going on. We could, we go. We going on a lot of Wu Tang. Oh, how about Killer Priest? Oh, hold up. How about Killer Priest and Chino XL did a track called Beastin'? You want you want you you want you want you want your mind to explode? The hell with expanding your mind. You want your mind to explode? <laughs> go find go find the go find the Beastin' track. Uh, look, Joe Googling that shit right now. <laughs> Chino, Chino XL and, 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 and Killer Priest on the same track. He's like, uh, like they even started the song like, yo, they shouldn't even let us in the same room together, let, let alone put us on the same track. I think I know Killer Priest came out talking about, yo, I do pull-ups off of niggas' bars. 
Yo, they were straight disrespectful that, to the whole that's, game. That's, definition, that that's whole the track. definition of the title of the song right there. Beasting. For real, that's how you yeah. beast on the track. That's why I be coming at niggas, man, the way we come, son. Like, we be, man, the hunger different. And see, the, you know what? The, 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 it, 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 the, the tradition, it didn't die in the 90s. Like, it did kind of carry over into the early 2000s. But somewhere in the mid-early 2000s to what the late-early 2000s, they lost that. And everybody yeah. got triggered and butthurt about everything. Yeah. Everything. Now, don't get me wrong, like, uh, you, you hear about two cats from the same city, you know, uh, that got a little beef. All you got to do is do a little digging. You find out they got a little history. It's whatever, whatever. But when you hear about this MC from, from St. Louis and, 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 and that MC from Lincoln, Nebraska, that, and I'm, I'm just making up cities. I ain't talking about no real MCs, y'all. Don't, don't go Googling this shit. Um, mm -hmm. when, when you hear about the, about this MC from this city and th that MC from that city, um, and, and what their beef was over is because somebody misheard something and it, it, or, or, or mistook something, misreceived something and, and took offense to it. And shit, that's mm -hmm. how the whole Eminem and Everlast beef started as, as, mm -hmm. as Everlast, he was chilling one day and, um, he did that track with dilated peoples and. Uh, and and uh, somebody uh, like Eminem called called his producer and was like, "Yo, is that about me?" And the producer was like, "Yo, Everlast, was that about M?" And Everlast is like, "So what if it was?" He didn't he, he didn't know Eminem. He didn't know Eminem's daughter when he said, um, "I buck a three eighty on ones that act shady." I'm original like like he wasn't even he wasn't even thinking about Eminem at the time. But his cocky little attitude was, yeah, so what? What if it was about him? <laughs> it doesn't and matter. What, <laughs> and and, and what's, what's crazy about that whole situation is Eminem will end a career. Eminem kind of brought Everlast's career back. Like, <laughs> you know, and, and, and look, I, I got to say this. I got to say this. Uh, no disrespect to Eminem. You got to recognize this dude's skill. But at the same time, stop putting this dude at the top of your top fives. He's not the greatest rapper of all time. And I'm no. just going to leave that right there. He's not. I would agree. Did I put him out top to not? Did I live him out? Can, can we put him at the, the top? The dude is hot. There's no, de there, there's no denying his skill. How about battle There's rappers? no denying his skill. There's no denying his skill. How about battle rappers? What were we saying? I said, how about I said, there's no denying skill. As far as battle rappers, yeah. See, battle rappers are a different breed. Battle rappers see? are not just MCs. That's the that's the next the next. Topic. No, they are MCs. They master the ceremonies in battle. Uh, no, I see. Oh, true, true, true. Okay, so maybe, maybe, this whole battle maybe what I should have said so was creative. they're 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 a different type of MC. Yeah, yeah, because. Yo, that battle world, I got niggas right now. Smack will tell you right now. That nigga come 50 deep. <laughs> you know what I mean? You got niggas like Tay Rock. 
that look at like them niggas. Yo, I'm yo. This was what I I got locked up. Two thousand came home. Two thousand five went back in. Two thousand six, Smack paid me straight up. My nigga, don't come here. Please don't come to the show. If you're not coming, be quiet. Can you be? Can you, I mean, can you be quiet? Yo, one hundred six and Park. I used to die about one hundred six and Park because we used to go to one hundred six and Park to drop stickers, meet certain heads. One hundred six and Park in is the, the reason I know who Immortal Technique is because that shit hurt you, my feelings. You, yo, a nigga like that. That yo. shit, yo, I almost cried. <laughs> I almost cried. Yo, how did y'all really pick this bum ass over more? Uh, yo, did you hear what a mortal technique just said? Y'all obviously don't know nothing about hip hop. Y'all don't know really nothing don't. about rhyme skills. Y'all don't know nothing about metaphors. Y'all don't know nothing about double entendres. Yo, you know what's so funny? Blonde Fury, I, I, right? Blonde Fury. Blonde Fury. <laughs> shout out to Blonde Fury, man. I, I hope you're hearing this, Blonde. Wherever you at, I love you, my nigga. Rikers Island, this nigga Blind Fury shout me out, right? So boom, niggas like, yo, wake up, son. Niggas shouting you out on DJ Clay's, um, K Slay's, um, 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 jail for bars shit. I'm like, what? Got up on my bunk, Blind Fury giving me shout out. The Blind Fury tearing at this nigga, right? So the following week, I get a little visit from wifey. Wifey like, yeah, somebody sent some money, da 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 da, da to the house. We ain't know it was Blind Fury. So boom, Blind Fury like, yo, man, when you come home. So at that time we had our little connects where we could just plug our little um, headphones and connect with one of the CEOs that used to bring the phone. So we talking <laughs> Blind Fury one night on the Friday on, on Friday after one of his battles with this nigga named Moon. Now Moon, poor Moon, Moon was beyond his gangster image. You know what I mean? He was so oh I'm so gangster, always screaming and my man just robbed this nigga in the back of 106 Park. Okay, and we back there, dog, and we look and we like, yo, did you just take Moon Chain? Yo, big bro, I kid you not. We helped the nigga get the chain back and put the nigga on that stage. Blind Fury fucked him up. Go check it right now if you want on Facebook. I kid you not. The battle was so crazy. He just went off. It was a whole different energy, bro. All right, Blind Fury came back. Yo, that second round, Moon was thinking about it. Cause you just got robbed, <laughs> like you really got. You can't, you can't fathom what just occurred. Like we robbed you. There's nothing you can go on that stage and convince nobody about. You feel me? But it's crazy because, like, when you got niggas in the background that know the stories, battle niggas right. will tell you right now it's a different world when you open your mouth. Back then we were straight smacking niggas in the mouth as soon as they came too much. You know what I mean? The only person in the league that we ain't really come at like that was Arsenal. Now, me and Arsenal, we look alike. When Arsenal dropped, a lot of niggas thought it was me. When niggas would see me, they would think it's Arsenal. So then when they see me and Arsenal together, crickets. Mm. You feel me? Because now you don't know which dread about the fuck your night. You feel me? So coming up, yo. It's a very intimidating, um, intimidating game, especially when you're known. Man, you got a lot of rappers that's in the battle that you never seen, bro. Them niggas that be looking extra dope and fresh in the background, them niggas be having bars. And half the time they be helping their front man up. They'll give them bars, you know what I'm saying? Not a lot, but 
enough for each other. That's why I said the game is seasoned for whatever. Like me and you, right. Dom, we could sit there and come up with a bunch of bars for next week. When next week comes, it's going to sound like a freestyle, but me and you know, Dom, I didn't put these bars together. You're going to tell the difference in a freestyle when I personally look at your outfit. You might have a fly shirt. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what? So, it, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because I could be wrong. I could be wrong about this, but any of y'all out there listening, go back and find when Immortal Technique was on 106 in Park. It seemed like in the middle of his flow, he literally just started concentrating on the dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, that will happen to you. That's when you have a lyrical, um, a lyrical Kujo eye. Like your whole mindset is to destroy him. Like one time I had an intro that destroyed a nigga shit. I said, man, y'all niggas is ready. Because this motherfucker doesn't realize what I'm about to do to him. I'm about to eat him, digest him, then do-do him. You feel me? When a nigga open up and say that to you, you automatically got to think. That nigga said, I, do you really recognize what I'm about to do to him? I'm about to eat him, digest him, then do-do him. Yo, Dom, when I tell you, when I said I'm a doodle him, the crowd went nuts. So now I'm like, all right, hush, 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 hush. I don't like spitting sober raps. You feel me? I like to spit drunk till I accelerate and crash my tongue and flip over tracks. Okay. Okay, you got you gotta you gotta come in this game giving them what they want. You know what I mean? Now it's a vocal, a poetic dance. Um, that we do now in this battle shit. It's creative. If you look at the little clips from Charlie Clips and Tay Rock or Tay Rock versus Arsenal, these things are epic. You know what I mean? It's a show now. And it's about what you could say. It's about how you could say it. You know what I mean? Yes, you got my nigga yes, Tay Rock holding, holding bullet shells in his pocket. You know what I'm saying? And then he throws them on the stage. That's a good sound. You know what I mean? When you say, yeah, the shells got him. And then you see, what you mean the shells got him? And he's letting the shells go on the stage and you hear them just falling. That's creativity, yo. That's where the game is at now. I, I respect the, you, the battle because the battle shows us to fucking kill the words, yo. Don't take the words so fucking personal to the point where we beef. Exactly. Right. Okay, back in the day, when we first started battling, I stepped away from the scene because, like I said, I'm violent. I'm not going to have you talking about my mother in front of me. And the spit in your mouth ain't going to jump in my face or my eye either. That's a whole other world. That's a whole right. other world. But then seeing, you know, so much beef and shit, yeah, motherfuckers started realizing, nah, let's make big money for the show itself. That's where it goes. Somebody, I, I pay hella money to go see my best rappers go against each other. But at the end of this show, I don't want no gun violence. I don't give a fuck how many guns we spoke about. It don't need to be gun violence. There shouldn't be no violence, period. That's why I ain't gonna lie, I lost, I lost the love because of the stupidity, man. Like We shouldn't be, you ain't see Curtis blowing them, beating and killing each other up. You don't nah. see Rakim and Busta Rhymes beefing. 
all the legends is still around trying to get together. Like, what the fuck? Come on. And how? And how ruining time. yo? It's like when they said hip hop is dead. It's like we're killing our only thing that could keep us lit. True. And 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 half the time, when when it comes to this industry beef, who you think is beefing? Not beefing. They just battling. Word. Word. MC. Let, let, let's let's go back to MC Ham and Vanilla Ice, because to this day they still best friends. Yes. They still yes. best friends. Who was the yo? Vanilla Ice actually picked up the phone for MC Hammer when times got rough. Yes. He picked up the phone, like, come to me, man. That's love, son. That's what I love about the game. That's how we're supposed to be, man. And then and then who was that that uh that Beanie Siegel was beefing with? Um, um because oh. people was mad when they seen a picture of them together. Um, oh, shit. I forget who it was. It wasn't Memphis. No, Memphis Bleak was on Rockefeller. It wasn't Memphis Bleak. Because a, 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 a lot of times the, 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 disses, the disses that be out there be so subliminal that the, that the average listener just don't catch it. And then, then yes. you start piecing it together 10, 20 years later. Like, oh, oh, you didn't want to know whose life was written. Like, <laughs> yo, shit is real. Shit is real. So now, I have another question for you guys. By a lot of rappers who, who are not spoken to in the, in the top ten, top five, top ten. Which which rapper you, you truly believe should be in the top five that you would think would be in the top five or top ten? What do you mean? Yeah, like, you mean like should be, that should be like the, who would have got yeah, the same the, attention? The, the, the raps that we say in our top five. Yeah, in other words, they could have, would have, should have blew, but they didn't. Exactly. <laughs> half, half the South. Half of the South. <laughs> Shit. Because, um, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm going to be honest with you. Thank you. David Banner. De de definitely David Banner. Definitely David Banner. Um, you know, someone someone who doesn't get the respect that I think he does that he deserves. Actually, both of them don't get the respect that they, that they deserve. But um, Outcast, Dre and Big Boy. Dre and Big Boy. They 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 are they they are very gifted MCs that do not get. The recognition that they deserve. Yeah. Now, now that's 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 not taken away from the fact that they won the first uh source hip hop album of the year. Cause that 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 shit hurt everybody's feelings. <laughs> Cause that was that, you know the, the whole East Coast West Coast beef started at the at, at at the Source Awards, but but you know everybody forgets Outcast won album of the year that year. Mm. They they were the first album of the year recipients. I think was that was that Southern Playlistic Cadillac Pimpin' Rhyme Style or was it uh, Aquemina? I I think it was Southern uh, Player Catalytic. I I forget. I forget. But, but, There's too many words. But, but I mean, 
<laughs> but it was one word. Right. It, it was one. It was like it was like it was like, it was like, it was like back the fuck up. Like back. I swear to God, when I got that Onyx album, I was calling it Batafuka until I got home and played it. I'm mad at you. I think that's the only reason I got it home. Bless you, bless you guys. Question: While we were speaking with Sin, Sin just said. Play, um, put it, put something in the chat for a goodie mob. What do you guys think of goodie mob? Oh, goodie mob. Oh, okay. oh, goodie mob. Goodie mob. Hold up. If we're gonna go back to goodie mob, let's just talk about the whole dungeon family. Okay. I mean, good goodie mob, outcast, cool breeze, cool breeze. One album. How, where, where, yo, where's cool breeze? Second album. <laughs> where where like, is it? I, I, the, I only heard I only heard a one record a one record watch for the hook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was only one record I heard from him. Yo, there was there was another group called um, RBL Posse. Uh, th- this was the first time I heard Mystical was on RBL Posse's track. Um, Mystical. Uh, I think it was called I'm, I'm Coming. Mystical is one of my favorites. Definitely, definitely. And and mystical isn't just rhyming fast. Listen to what he's saying. No. There's metaphors it, and double entendres in there. Like like he certified MC. Yeah, like you, you, want, has you, a, want, you want to talk about a lot of MCs that get slept on, it's in the South because right. for some reason the, 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 the South seems to be dominated by either 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 um hardcore trapping or hardcore drugging. One of the two. It, it 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 you don't you don't get to hear uh uh the 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 the, the more gifted MCs. Right. You know, and and and, and, and it, it, it's, it's, it's he does. He does. I mean he he'll tell you that he was highly influenced by James Brown and it comes across in his rap style, if you really, it pay, really does. If you pay attention to his rap style, you're like if and look, if we go in there, rapper, I was about to say if we if we go in there, there's another MC that don't get his recognition, Mr. James Brown, bless his soul. Yes, he was the original. And if you don't think he an MC, go back and listen to Black and Proud. Go 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 back and listen to Say It Loud. Right now. Be, be blessed, you guys. With another question from Sin here. <laughs> Gucci. How do you guys feel about Gucci? How do you feel about Gucci Mane? His 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 his, his double anger or the original Gucci Mane? Oh, I say that out loud. <laughs> say that again. How do you feel about Gucci Mane? I don't feel about Gucci Man. I mean, not personal. It, it really isn't. Not personal. His bars just don't move me. Now, let me ask you guys another question. Another rapper that I really like that I know is Blueface. That's another rapper that's, that's, (laughs) Scarface. Hey, oh my gosh. No, you gotta gotta say the reply, Dom. You gotta say the reply. Yeah. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> listen, listen, listen. That that versus with Gucci Mane and fucking Young Jeezy was a waste of fucking time. I saw five minutes to turn that shit right the fuck off. All right, that's enough said. Jeezy, you, are you dealing with a king and a, and a peasant, man? Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what? I don't. I, don't I, still, I still don't understand why Young Jeezy wasted his time on that versus with that guy. That's another story for another, another time. But oh, we should we should talk about versus since we're on the track. We got about. I, I want to, I want to, before we, we're going to talk, we're going to ship over to the verses, man. We got about another 25, 30 to a half hour left of the podcast, but we're going to, we're going to, we're not going to go there. We're going to go there yet. But now, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now, I, I, I got I to gotta ask this question because I'm old school. To me, verses, verses is Red and Meth stop their whole show and go ahead and battle it out on stage. To me, that's verses. This concept of I'ma bring my catalog and my you bring cat- your catalog. I don't I, 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 I don't I don't get that. I don't understand that. And now they got R and B cats going at each other with these versus battles. Like the f- no, that's DJ shit. That that's what DJs used to do back in the day. I like uh I'm 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 gonna play uh I'm gonna play I'll be sure you play Luther Vandross. You know what I'm saying? Like they, that's that's <laughs> G, that shit DJs used to do back in the day. Listen, yes. listen, I'm, let me let me let me let me interrupt you guys about one versus bad that I was really intrigued by. Not because of the catalog of these two women, but the fact that Keisha Cole's tail was about to pop out her dress. <laughs> I, I I did I did enjoy that. Yeah, Shanti. I didn't try that versus battles. We had two very delicious eye candy. Keisha Cole and Ashanti? Yeah. But Ashanti can actually sing. I'm beautiful. I, I, I got to get my lip back. I, I got to get my lip back. Hold on. I got to get my lip back. <laughs> 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 who, who booked this? Like. <laughs> 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 my lip back. Shots fired. Shots fired. <laughs> that time? Go get it. <laughs> you know, we get off versus a portion of a podcast here. Yeah. I would love to do another uh, whole episode versus period. But we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. In a few minutes. But when you mention top five, top ten MC, do you include rap groups or you leave them out for the purpose of it's a different category that you got to put? Um, if if we're if we're gonna do top five groups, we're gonna do top five groups. And when I do top, when I think of top five, I'm thinking about top five individuals, and that's why uh, the four that I had, like I said, Sweet. two of them sure. contain members of a group where their group kind of outshine them, even though they outshine their group. MC Ren was the best MC in NWA, and that's no disrespect to Cube. Uh, Dre was never really an MC. He was a DJ. Half his rhymes in NWA were written by Cube. And when Cube mm. moved on, his rhymes were written by Ren and Eazy E. Right. You know what I'm but saying? People don't realize that Ice Cube did, did um, record his album in Hempstead. 
which which one was the death certificate? People don't realize Method Man grew up in Hempstead. Right. Right there at the El Dorados. Damn right he did. Right right there where uh Jackson Street and Terrace meet. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't know a lot of stuff. Now let me ask you let me ask you a question. You got another question. Well, there's one person I felt lyrically they said, well, I think in my opinion, I make it laughed off the damn stage, but a lot of people slept on Eric Sermon. Yes. Yes, they did. Yes. 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 And I, I think I think I think it's for two reasons. One, he had a lisp, and two, Paris Smith came came hard with it. And I'm not I'm it, it to me uh, uh, the, it, it was a it was a big thing that people were debating who was who was better between red and meth, who's better between red and meth. I don't see I don't see fights break out over that conversation alone. To me, the better conversation is who's better between Eric Sermon and Paris Smith. Ooh. Now, if, if we if we want to go all the way back and hurt some feelings, let, let let's let's talk about that. Oh, just uh, sin sin again it was uh, sin. You might as well just jump on the podcast. You you dropping some some real some real nuggets up up, up in the comment section. So get on that podcast. It's just like music. Oh my God, Eric Sermon murdered. <laughs> That track, murdered that track. I was that's that's the song when I'm, when I'm pissed off, I'm angry. I gotta go listen to that song, just calm me down. <laughs> just like music. It. <laughs> saying sweet nothings, love just coming around saying nothing, just all of a sudden. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> listen, 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 listen. Eric Sherman, a Long Island nigga too. Mm-hmm. Brentwood. 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 Yeah. All day. Long we talk about Queens. We talk about Brooklyn. We talk about Staten Island. We talk about the Bronx. Y'all forget about Long Island. James Bell. Bus Rhymes blew up when he was on Uniondale. How about that? My man Keith Murray. Yeah. It was beautiful yeah. this world. Um, what was his like name? Um, just like it's correct. Uh, Bismarcky. <laughs> Bismarcky, another Long Island. Yeah. Yeah, he was, but he was he was more comedic. He was more of a comedic rapper. He's still rapping. <laughs> you know, and he was alive. See, at, 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 at the same time, no. At, at, at the same time, though, you got to give him credit for being an entertainer. He was an entertainer. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Entertainer and also brought people in. He really he did. He really did. He brought, he should, he brought Big Daddy Kane in. Right. He brought, Rakim has a piece of that, too. Yep. Rakim was from Long Island, too. Yes. Yeah. One Roosevelt. Inch. I no, thought one he was from Roosevelt. One inch. Okay. Oh, I'm thinking, I'm thinking about Public Enemy. Yes. Number one. Oh, the guy's from Roosevelt, right? Yep. Yes. Like, like, like Eddie Murphy. 
don't talk about that though. I still, I still think that if there was a battle, if there was a versus battle, it should be Shabar Prince versus um, Flavor Flav. Dirt Man. Versus who? Flavor. Flavor. No, 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 listen, listen. Listen, we're gonna we're gonna go there with Shabba Ranks. Shabba versus Flavor. Bruh. Put the put the beard No more service. It's called it's called the pretty man contest. It's called it's getting ugly. It's called it's getting ugly. God damn it. Who's walking away from that? Shopping rings. Flavor, flavor, and shabba. We talk about first. We talk about first with shabba rings. There's not a person in the world that's gonna see shabba rings on verses. Ain't no one in the world. Shabba. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. No, I was about to say if if we if we gonna if we if we gonna take it there, we gotta go all the way back to Dirk's man, who Shaba got his whole style from. Somebody say something. You don't have to be quiet, but you have to be loud. I ain't gonna be saying. Keep my mouth shut. Dirt's 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 man did the Dirt's man did the original trailer load. Dirt's man did the original trailer load. <laughs> Dropping bombs on them. <laughs> and it's up, and it's up, and it's up. <laughs> Where's DJ Clue when you need him? <laughs> Flex, where you at? I need that bomb. <laughs> Drop many. Shout out to Cardi B. Ooh. Another why, entertainer. Why? Another entertainer. <laughs> Yo, listen, Sid is hilarious, man. Yo, she heard the third band song on the ride home from NYC. God damn it. She, she thought it was trouble. <laughs> wow, seriously? <laughs> listen, Shower Rick said he had a house call. Mr. Loverman, you know, slow Stop. and sexy. Uh, uh, see, shop, shop. You know what? You got to give Chaba credit for was for, 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 for being an, an, an a legit crossover artist. Yeah, that's it. He, he legit crossed over with rap artists and with R and B artists. Yes. Baby, stop. You got to give him credit for that. KRS One. I, I didn't know. I, I didn't know KRS One was Jamaican until he jumped on with Chaba. <laughs> really. Shannon Marley mauled them, a rhyming like them gay, picking up right. the mic and they don't know what to say. Like, <laughs> saying hip hop started out in Queensbridge. <laughs> saying rhymes like that, man, you know them can't live. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Yo. The bridge is over. The bridge is over. But bye bye. <laughs> uh, prof prophecy what did you mention about cannabis um about ll when he, the ripper strikes back that his his rhyme was weak i think you are mute i think you muted bro okay 
Damn, we already lose the fight. We on the ground. He fell off. Hopefully, he'll come back. Come back on the um, on the podcast. Okay. Definitely. <laughs> but definitely, as we as we get ready to wrap up the podcast, we got another fifteen minutes left of the podcast, fellas. We always blessed to have you guys on the show. We we'll a part two. We'll make you proud of this. The top five, top ten. Yes, Ricky, we blame it on you for part two. This is your edition. <laughs> <laughs> so, as we segue now to the top ten, am I am I missing any MCs that we should be talking about on, on, on this? Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to rattle my brain which other um, MC that I, that we're missing that that, that we felt kind of stepped on. I should have just looked through my CD, my, my, my drawers of CDs, and just looked through all everything that we had, that I have as a, so I'm a music aficionado, all types of rap songs, all types of uh, <clears throat> I mean, there was a lot of honorable mentions. I mean, you could you could look at, um, I mean, shoot. Uh, but, but, but before we came on, Prophecy was talking about, uh, like he had mentioned Wu Syndicate, and then he talked about the the whole Wu family. Uh, look at the whole Wu family. Killer Breeze, I uh, got Killer Breeze, Killer kill, uh, the Killer Bees, the um, uh, Sons of Man, um, Fourth Disciple. Um, um, uh, uh, what was that? What was that dude? Um, uh, uh, who's the Shaolin drum dude? Hey y'all, uh, hey y'all, uh, can I get some? Boom, that's the sound of the Shaolin oh, drumming, yeah, drumming, coming at you. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember. Um, I know the I know the song. I know the track. Song, but I, you, you know what? They 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 kind of uh, their their conglomerate kind of stifled right. their pro- progression. In my opinion, because it was so many of them in 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 that group that uh, it was purposeful. Every everybody didn't get a chance to shine, unfortunately. No, but it was purposeful in that effect. I think what was intended was to have a conglomerate hit the market at one time as a force. Um, with the intention of steel sharpened steel. And this is just based off the Wu documentary uh, thing that was on Hulu that I watched. And I understood. Oh, how- my God. You know what? I I, I, st- I still haven't sat down and watched that. Uh, and I could. I, we I, I got two, Honestly, me and my wife are waiting I, for a part two. <laughs> I got about I got about 30 minutes into that Hellraiser documentary. And like I. I like that, it, it just broke my heart to see what happened to him. Knowing it, it mm-hmm. like, dude, he like he was, he like he he like he was in the cobra position, poised to strike, and all of a sudden he gets an aneurysm, and now his life is just completely over. Mm-hmm. He had to learn learn. He had to learn how to walk and talk, and you know, basically live. Right. You know, after that. But I mean, uh, shoot, Hellraiser. He had an album. Was I think it was Ghetto Government. 
Mm. That was hot. That was John Blaze. Like, um, somehow, uh, somehow, the, somehow the Grave Diggers survived being down to the last two. And 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 then we lost. I mean, it was Stetsonics. Basically, they was back to Stetsonics. What was it? Grave Diggers and what? What other group was that? Grave Diggers oh, and Sons of Man came out around the same time. Sons of Man. That's what the other group at the same time. And see, Hellraiser, Hellraiser, and Killer Priest were in Sons of Man. Right. But me, oh, we get you all. I love Grave that that album though. I want it. I gotta get it again. <laughs> Which, what what album is that? Uh, Helter Skelter. Helter Skelter, <laughs> and uh, here we come. Here we come. If you were the dedicated soldier, say here we come. No. <laughs> so listen, we got we got. It do went it. down like this when little niggas slept through the snuck through the door. <laughs> Looked around, peeped the scene, then crept back with two more. <laughs> you mentioned how the how the scuffle now. You brought you brought you brought a couple of brothers to my mind. You brought Black Moon to my mind right now. Right. You know what I'm saying? The, the whole introducing the one that gets you bust like a Lucy. Same height, same weight, same fighting skills like Bruce Lee. Right. <laughs> Kirkland Dodgers. But listen, what's one? There's one. There's one MC. I thought we people have to slept on. I thought he was an fabulous lyricist. Just, just to get the exposure for the variety. AZ. AZ. Yes. Yes. Boy, I, I was no. I was waiting since last podcast to see if anybody would mention him. You know. You know what? You know what? One of my dream tracks was was back in. I'd say. I'd say right around the whole 9-11 era, one of my dream tracks was Fabulous and AZ. Because once I heard Fabulous, I said he needs to do a track with AZ. Mm. AZ, so sad. That Sugar Hill track should have been high on the billboards, in my opinion. Miss Jones. I mean, it... Who, what, I mean, I... I Part of that goes to who 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 was on his team and what were they doing to 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 to, to push and promote his joints. Hmm. But I thought I thought Nas was helping him push his album. Or what is that? Is that the case? Or what's the case? Time. So I remember I did I did I did watch a few YouTube videos. And they spoke to Az about it. Az said, "Yo, I got my respect, and love for Nas and all that stuff." I don't know if they still kick it or not. That's something that you know. <coughs> Because they, they were like the ultimate. They were like the, the finest tag team you could ever put on, on, on a song. You heard Life's a Bitch. The way they, the way they flow off each other. The way, the way uh, Royce Five Nine and uh, Eminem did off the Fast Lane, the record Fast Lane. Same thing with Life's a Bitch with Jay Z and Nas. It flows so perfectly off each other. It was like, it was like heaven. I honestly would love to see more of that, like the Fast Lane type of. Rap where well now, go ahead. No, where they flow off of each other, like where MCs flow off of each other. I know that that run DM, that run DMC formula. Right, they flow off of each other. Like we don't, we can technically technically we know what bad 
battling, but at the same time, we can make it look like we're not battling, and it's a it's something fluent that we're both doing. The 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 last time I seen that done with fluid perfection was Busta Rhymes and Rod Digger stay up in your house. I remember that. Rod Digger and Busta Rhymes they had a good chemistry together. They had lyrical chemistry, right? And that's Ly that's hard to find. Yeah, lyrical chemistry is is very hard to find. I think that's why Eminem and um, Slaughterhouse. That's where that that whole uh, separation came from because they didn't really have that that chemistry. No, 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 no. They had lyrical chemistry. They just didn't have no other chemistry whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> we need a little bit of both. I mean, to be comfortable in the same room with each other, we need a little bit of chemistry. <laughs> right. Then I think well, that, that is more ego, though. I feel there's more ego. It's like, I understand where he's coming from, but is he really spitting what he's talking about? Is you know what I'm saying? Is it is he really being real or is he being more of a uh, in that aspect? He back, he back. You good, prof? There you go, man. What happened? Yeah, man, I fell off real quick, man. I missed a fucking lot. <laughs> you didn't miss too much. We were talking about you didn't miss too much. We were talking about um AZ. Mm -hmm. he, he's been slept on for for years. AZ. Yeah. AZ. 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 Sugar Hill. Sugar Hill. Life's a bitch with knives. He's something no? different. He's different. Right. He, I'm shaking. Yo, this is the no like. God damn, you called another one. Then he different. <laughs> he's different. He's different. That's that Charlie Murphy right there. That's a Charlie Murphy. Man, he's a thinker. <laughs> he's a thinker. He's a he's a broadsword, yo. He's a broadsword. For real. If you had he to if you had a comparison, rappers and MC from like uh Richard Pryor. Um, Watch to, this. I'm gonna throw you a slick one. To Kevin Hart. Okay. Yo, hold up. Thank okay. you. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Okay. When when they mentioned AZ, I said the first time I heard this dude fabulous. Yeah. It was a dream track in my head that Fabulous and AZ do a track together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Two niggas is drums. Like when soon as I heard him um Joey Joey say comparison, I'm like, he's the closest one right there. And then like I ain't gonna front, you know who mouth reckless. Who's reckless? Vado. Oh yeah. Vado oh, yeah. is ridiculous. Okay. He's ridiculous. Yo. And I ain't gonna stunt the homie Dave East. He's a crusher, yo. Now you know what I keep hearing about Dave East. I just yo. don't know his. I don't know his work. Yo, just go check him, bro. You gonna be like, what? Nas ain't go, right now. yo. Nas ain't go sign him for no reason. Just like J Jada didn't go sign Nino man for no reason. Yeah, 
Yo, speaking speaking of people who got signed because of some obvious skills, we we were talking about boot camp. What the hell ever happened to Rusty Jux? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> wifey said, wifey said, wifey said, bad promotions and bad deals. <laughs> Damn. Damn. There's nothing. There's nothing like that, y'all. And she's um, she's authentic, man. Like, it's my rider, so she knows. She knows this history. Damn We've right. been around. Yo, I'm telling she you, the legend, the legend, this is in our family. Okay, okay. I, I'll put you on the phone with one of the Afros. Afro. Right, right now. That's my uncle. That's my uncle. That's my uncle. I came home from prison with goons. A word? Yo, I, yo, I came home. Kippy O and Afros. Yo. That's my blood uncle. David D, David DMX, that's my uncle too. He, he, he did a lot of music. Run DMC. As a matter of fact, Uncle Cool Jay was in his basement, the Reeves basement. Yo, you had to been in the yo yo Rich. You had to been you had to been in two fifteen in Hollis. Two fifteen at sixteen Hollis in the basement. No, 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 no. Um, you ain't never been around with Reeves. No, no, when no, because whenever whenever I went whenever I went out there, I was up there on um. Uh, was it 115? Uh, where Aunt Ellen was, uh, all the way down at the bottom of the block where he was living with his grandmother. Oh, God. Got you by the, by the wall. Because, see, 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 I was, yes, right by the wall, right by the wall. Because, see, a famous wall. We, 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 we was family. And I was so much, I was so much younger that I, first of all, first of all, I wasn't even supposed to be out there. Second of second of all, <laughs> se, 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 second of all, if 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 I was out there, if I was out there, you better not be out there running around with Todd. Okay. No, Aunt Ellen, <laughs> what you doing? I'm watching TV, Aunt Ellen. Like, <laughs> those were the Aunt Ellens back then. Those were the Aunts. I would get mad. Don't be happy, you. Yes, 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 because I did I don't caught it from Aunt Ellen and Aunt Cammy. Okay. <laughs> As a matter of fact, L L L L actually mentions them. He was like, I learned to be tough from 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 my grandmama and Aunt Cammy. They, they, they was the sisters. Whenever whenever the family reunion came around, I was it, I, I would sit in the lobby and wait for them because when they showed up, they had this one special suitcase long before long before anybody Thought it was cool to have a suitcase with the little handle that pops out and with the wheels on you, it. That's, that's how it was back then. They but, were all fashion ladies back then. But, 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 that, but hold up, hold up. This particular suitcase <laughs> opened up and it was vodka, there was gym, there was rum. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, here, here, you, here you go, baby. You can have a little suitcase. Come on, let some of that on the gums. They rub some of that on the gums. It'll be all right. Especially for the babies. If they teasing, give them some rum. It'll be all right. Straight up. I was one of them. Shit, okay. All other cousins going to the pool. I'm going back to my room. I'm lit. Okay. <laughs> Listen, let me switch up to uh, switch up to Andy. Yo, in my house, we we, we were drinking at ten years old. I heard yeah, about those. I heard. Old. Oh, believe me, Baba Cool. I heard about those, bro. 
That, that, that explains some things. Let's play some T.I. My pops will have you drink his whiskey, his his Johnny Walker Black. And okay. when you when you thought that when he thought that you would get a little tipsy, he tell you stop. I try to walk it off. So what you why you tell me why you tell me to walk it off for? You know you know I can't walk right now. <laughs> yo yo, remember that night that that um around Christmas we came like what three days before Christmas, and we got our gifts. And there was a fight about whether I was gonna stay with you, stay with y'all, and which room. And remember, Uncle Kitley brought us downstairs, dog, <laughs> and got us lit. Listen, there was because there was bottles in the basement. Joe, Joe knows. Joe knows. Joe knows. He's been in the basement with all the bottles Yo, there. He knows. We came upstairs. My, my boy Nolan knows about Dominic. that shit. My, Yo, listen. Listen, Yo, Ricky, you know you got a tough ass cousin. Your cousin <laughs> drink you with you downstairs and then sends you upstairs <laughs> on purpose, knowing your little ass is not making it up them stairs. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga used to sit here and watch me try. Yo, I get up to the third step, I look back at him, he'll be like, mm hmm. Mm-hmm. 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 You gonna go up there? You, gonna, you, you can go up there and get it for me. <laughs> I'd be like, no. Okay. Mind you, niggas is the onesie, bro. <laughs> niggas is the onesie. Listen, we 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 go. Listen, listen. I was tell y'all you slide across the kitchen and living room floor. We used to slide in in the onesie. Everybody kit, slid in, in the that onesie, kitchen. Okay. And this bruh right here would have us lit downstairs <coughs> to the point we can't go back upstairs. <coughs> That's real big cousin shit. Okay. When you yeah, go over no cousin's I heard house, about them stories. We bro. used to scrap about going to cousin's house. Like me and Pop Dukes, I'd be like, yo, I got That's to go cool. to my cousin's house. Look at me like, yo, you getting the man voice for cousin's house, huh? Yeah. That takes on that bass out of your voice, boy. We give you guys two stories. We give you guys two stories. One story is I had uh, I had my nigga, had my, my bro Nolan. Who else was there? We was watching WrestleMania. I think Joe was there. Who else was there watching WrestleMania? For my parents, we were oh, we had to sit by the by the by the, my parents' door because they, they only had the cable box in their room. Sitting there watching mm. WrestleMania. Tell me why my mom and my pops both had their own bottle of Bumble Cool. Drinking it. And no one was like, what the fuck? <laughs> they were both like they own bottle. They own bottles, bro. Okay. Not the little, not, not the little. We we're talking listen. big bottles. Yo, no, no. No, the bottle is bigger than yeah, the bottle is your is your mug. Cause you gotta slim it up. It's, yeah, a, it's the that, tall bottle. It's the tall bottle. <laughs> so we're gonna say that Dom, Dom got one. He about to reach for it. There it goes. There it goes. Yup. Okay. We don't, with, we don't fuck with three. We don't fuck with three stars. We'll eat fuck with five, five stars. Five, five stars. stars. Five stars. It's the five stars. Don't fuck with three stars. I'm trying five, to tell five, you. Five, five, five. Listen, I had to teach my girl about that. She had to do give me three stars. I was like, no, 
Now, now, you know that's love because he taught her and he didn't just drop her. Like, (laughs) and it's crazy. I learned since day one. I already knew I had Haitian friends, so I know about the five star general. Okay, we don't do those three stars. But when she, but when she got to the general, okay, I'm realize. The truth of Bob Cool. Okay. That's just, well, on you. Me and Dom, as ahead. we got older, we were showing off. We started to light our liquor up. We black. Like, <laughs> Yo, when Cuzzo see us one. with a blue yeah, flame and then we, we swing it, they like. <gasps> I still, I'm good. Let, let, me, let me tell you guys another story. We, it was Yo, like, that is not a dare. What are you doing over there? <laughs> okay. What are you doing? Let me tell y'all a story about someone on my block who, who was drinking at my house. We gave him some, we gave him some Mumbakur rum. We gave him a shot of Mumbakur rum. You know what I'm saying? This nigga had a door to tell me that he was getting sick. My father looked at me and said, Dominic, oh. put him outside. We're not going to have him vomit in my house. Put him outside. <laughs> <laughs> put him outside. You, you to say, hey, no, no. You're not Haitian. You're American. Put him outside. <laughs> In a minute. In a minute. His, I can his know name, saying his that name list. His, his uncle name was no joke. Uncle was no joke, yo. Uncle was no joke. He taught us how to be mad. Richard, you know, um, uh, uh, prophecy, prophecy will tell you. One time he had he an issue. He taught us how to be men. That's how, I, how I pulled up by myself to Queens to go handle these things in Queens. Everyone thought, dude, down from you, there ain't no gangster nigga. He ain't no street nigga. That's how everybody in the high school viewed me. But tell, Pops will tell you what happened <laughs> with the Queens that one day. That one day. <laughs> the Queens niggas was like, yo, this nigga, this Long Island nigga is crazy. This Long Island nigga is crazy. I said, no, I'm not no longer mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But, He's crazy. Come on in the queen. That's what. That's where I was born. Uh-huh. You know, don't get to it, sir. Born in Queens. You said what hospital? Word up. What? Queens General what hospital? hospital? Queens? Queens General Hospital. That's big up, big up, big up to Queens General. <laughs> big up, big up to Queens General. <laughs> My grandmother, my grandmother, Thelma Veronica Prescott, she was an administrative nurse at the hospital for 45, 50 years. From 1970 something to 1990. She probably delivered you. <laughs> Let me stop. Yeah. <laughs> well, overseas. There's a star. There's a what year were you um, again? Um, 70, 70 something. You gotta be a 70. 78. 78. See? 78. And my grandmother was it. My grandmother, she my grandmother was administrative. My grandmother was administrative nurse for that. Um, for the delivery hospital, for the delivery part. Yo, when I say running, son, like granny, she was an administrative nurse. Oh wait, she ran the whole C building, and that was the building where you actually deliver babies. Yeah, blood, blood bank, laboratory, everything. Yeah, life is like yo. I'm telling you, Tupac slept in her basement. Facts. This is facts right here, man. This is facts. True story. He was in my basement before he before he moved to California. Mm, feel me? Everybody Tupac was right in Queens, man. Before he moved to California, before he moved to Baltimore. 
Baltimore, and then he went to Cali. Yeah, Before he went to Baltimore, yeah. then he went to Cali. Cause you know it, bro. You know, you know, you know, Tupac was in the hood before he, because he was with Imagine them. You know, Madge. You remember Madge? Mm, no. Um, the Majest Majesty. Grand Grand, Grand, Grand Imperial. Oh wait, he was running with them. Yeah. Yes. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Eat money, money bags. Back. His brother. That's Get all I'm thinking of. Yeah, wow. that's how I got the picture with E Money Bags because it was E Money Bags and Tupac. E Money Bags, Tupac, Madge, and a couple of other niggas. My brother, my blood, blood, Before blood. Before he brother, got to Antoine, Gaddafi and Mutab oh, Mutabil. And then wow. he went to Baltimore. Then after Baltimore, he went Yo, to Yo, we got history. Uh, that's, why, that's why yeah, my mixtape is called they Bones in the Cloud. That's when they picked, that's when Mom Duke moved Baltimore because she was having a situation down here, too. That's the mixtape, Bones in the Cloud. Now, yeah, I've been hiding, but I've been riding. Well, I'm, 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 I'm curious to know did, did, they, did they call him Lesane back then? Nah. Nah. Nope. I'm, I'm wondering. I'm wondering how old he was when he got the name Tupac, though. Well, that's how I old when I won. When I remember him, he had to been like in his early, like eight. I say like eighteen because I was young. I was like eight, nine years old at the time. My brother eight years older than me, so I was like nine, ten. But my brother was like mm. seventeen, eighteen at the time. So it had to been around that time, if I'm not mistaken. Word. And if I look, I'll look for the pictures. You familiar with a rapper named Pop Mega? No. That that that, that for some reason I'm thinking of, of battle rappers. Was, was he one of the battle? Is he one of the battle MCs? He wasn't on the on the scene, but he was street. So you got a lot of niggas. You know, you know, just like that song, um my, my Jada. It's not me. I I just muted and it didn't yeah, go away. Um, back in the day, um, what was I saying? On the Boulevard of Linden. I used to live on Murdoch and Springfield, well Murdoch Avenue. Huh? I lived right on the same block as DJ Envy and Who Kid. I mean, not Who Kid. DJ Envy and um and Clue. Clue. Niggas live across the street from each other. Lives on Murdoch at 221st, between 221st and 223rd. <laughs> Yo, it's funny when I when I first came down here, uh, there was a club called the Twilight Zone, and um, it was it was 18 and over, and Clue, Clue, I think with um, was it the Desert Storm mixtape? I think it was like the the, the first uh pro sure one that, that 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 he That's did. Dude, dude came, dude came down here, and and <laughs> somehow I got close enough to the DJ booth to, to to slap hands with the dude. I'm like, yo, I, you know, I'm, I'm from Uniondale. He's like, oh, Strong Island. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. Yo, after the third fight broke out, he's like, yo, I'm never coming back to Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, because he ain't about that life, bro. He ain't about that life, bro. He really ain't. He's into DJing music, you know what I'm saying? He hung around a lot of killers, though. He hung around mm. a lot of real niggas, but Clue wasn't about that life. Look at that one. You know, you know who's actually like, living oh, down stole. here now? He's, his, mother, like, oh, his mother still, well, his mother still lived on uh, Murdoch. 
You know who's actually living down here now, though? Right over here in the next. I said, you know who's actually living down here now? Right over here in the next town in Owens Mills is Capadonna. What? I ain't hear him in a minute. What in a minute? I was a teenager. He was a walking walking wardrobe. Last time I remember hearing about him. Not not only was he a walking wardrobe, um, he did this thing where like he like he literally lived on the street for like three years. But what he did a lot of people don't realize what he did was he made sure his family was straight before he walked off and did that. And and I, I think it was three years, and then like he, then he came back home. But but, but that was that, but that was I want to say that was after um um uh after Wu Tang Forever. Yeah, after right. the second album. That tri- the, uh, triumph on it. Right. Right. Yep. So it was. That's the last time I heard Capitan. <laughs> well, see, he was actually he was actually on Iron Flag. Mm. And you can actually, if you go to Google, you can see that there is a, he's actually supposed to be on the cover, but that was around that whole time when that, uh, was it Ollie, not Ollie Grant, um, somebody turned out to be a, a FBI informant and it was Cap's man. Mm. So like there was some internal beef in the group and it was a question as to whether or not he was going to be still considered a part of the group. And if you look at the Iron Flag album cover, he's not on it. But you can actually Google the original version of that cover because the cover that hit the stores was black and white. But the original cover was in color. And in order for them to actually make it look cohesive the way they took him out, they had to make it black and white. Because if you leave it in color, you can still see his arm or whatever. That's deep. Yeah. Let me tell you something. That track that 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 his balls are meant to wars. Yeah. Daytona five thousand. Mm. That shit. Yeah. Dude, 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 put the nail in the coffin for that for that track. Yeah. That. He joint. he stole that. He, he really did. Shit. He really he did. the shit out of there. There's no other way down. to do that. And then, uh, what was the one you mentioned, Dom? Went to wars. Went to wars. Went to wars. Went to wars. Yeah. I break them off and That's down nine one seven seven six zero oh, four nine three eleven. That cold world. And you can get standing Ooh. on the block, busting up shots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Deep that, on the block, ooh, you got me down that in this cold, cold world. Cold, 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 cold world, cold world with just that's another sick cold, just cold world. Cold Remember world. that beat? Oh, hold that up, fucking beat how about, was so hypnotic. How, how about how about I still got the tape? Words from the genius. That was before yeah, I didn't even know that. I, I did not put this together that that was the same dude that was the jizzer in the Wu Tang Clan until Yo, years wow. later. Crushing it. The jizzer? His mouth. Yeah, his mouth sick. I think out of all of them at that time. Rizza loved him. Jizzer's mouth was stupid. Him and Method Man back to back is a punch to your insides. Oh. Oh. 
<laughs> oh. You understand? That's another dude. Yo, That's another like, dude. Him and Method like, Man. Yo, Method Man, they the, the illest, evilest order I can start with is just a starting Method Man in the middle and Raekwon at the end. Mm. And you know what beat they would sound crazy on? Come back on them track. That Lauren Hill, ready or not. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, ah, the Fuji joint. Man, yeah. Let them three niggas eat that again. It'd be over. Just no joke, my nigga. When he did that cold world, just the hook alone, yo, the hooks, yo, the hook to a song is the craftsmanship, yo. It really the is. verse is cool too, but a hook is nothing like a, a good fucking hook. Now, how, how, what about when, when? What about when they did the remix of D'Angelo on that hook? Oh man, that's a death threat. That 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 had me feeling like D'Angelo should have been the original hook singer. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then that's that's no disrespect to whoever it was that was actually on the track. Yeah, on, yo, and I ain't gonna lie. When I first heard that track too, uh, on some roster shit, yeah, a uh, Marley would sound great singing that. Oh. Yeah, I think Damon Marley too. Damon, Marley. any Marley, but I like Damon. Now, sister mentioned about Ray Kondo. How about his crossover when he did that? Uh, his crossover is retarded. Mm -hmm. His crossover with that with that curious beat. He's retarded. <laughs> Oh, with the curious beat, cool. man. Not even that. What about the other one with that shorty singing? Oh, uh, LMA is LMA singing the hook? Where it's like the song is talking about like relationship conflicts. Oh, um, um, that was LMA. I think it's LMA on the hook. I wish I could. I wish I could play the song on the on the on the podcast that crossover did on the Curious Beat. You can, but it's not did gonna you? play. Huh? I said you can play it, but they're gonna mute it. That's true. So we that would not going to do that. I wish I could play it, but Google Raekwon Curious. Oh, he destroyed that beat. He destroyed that beat. Hey, you see, you see what I'm doing, right? <laughs> you Google it, YouTube it. I got it on YouTube right now. So it was on a mixtape. No, no one ever heard it. It was on a mixtape. What do y'all think about Big L? Yeah, I'm, I'm mad. I'm just hearing this though. Like, I'm curious. Yeah. Let's do that shit right now. We can't play on the podcast. So they'll, they'll mute that shit out. Yeah. Oh, that's what they do. 
Yeah, they do that. I have a lot of experience with that. I don't know if I mentioned on the part one of this of this um, of the subject. Did I mention Coogee rap? Man, nope. Like that. Fast. No, I gotta name him. We didn't say nothing about Big L either. My, my man said he put out more lights in a fight than Con Edison. Rip up the damn stage like I'm on a rampage. So if you want rage, I'ma make front page. Read the headline, sucker. Today's your deadline. Your head is way past dead. Your head is way past bedtime. My man said Big L. Big L, oh my God! Children of the corn. Let's take let let let's talk about children of the corn. <laughs> let's talk about children of the corn. Murder Mace, Killer Cam. What what was the other dude's name? Was it Hellraiser or something? Um, what, 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 um, what was that odd? No, no, Bloodline, Bloodline, or Bloodlust. Was it Hellrell? Hellrell. That was Hellrell? Hellrell. Was it? Yup. That's who that's that's kicked in with him. Yo. Yo, any anybody out there listening to this and y'all 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 think that Mace was all about the shiny suits and now nah. nah, he, he, he got he he, he got his money. He got his money. He got his money. Yo, so Mace, he wore that shiny suit. But let me tell you something. Let me let me tell you something about Murder Mace. Because Murder Mace was no what nothing to play with. Mur, Murder Mace was that dude that you, that, that 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 your nana told you not to hang out with. Like, <laughs> work, 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 work. Yeah, <laughs> never lie about that. And give you some raw shit in the heartbeat. So we go, we go on and on about about uh, music and this, this, that, and the other. We got, we got through this podcast on, on, on a high note. I I don't know where we can go from here. Should it, should it, should it be I don't know. I don't know. No, you know what? If we're gonna do a part three, I think you mentioned something. I, I think Joey mentioned it. Um, no, I think you mentioned it. Um, but let's do a top five groups. Cause, top cause, five cause groups. That's, okay. Yeah, because that's that, in my humble opinion, that's a different category. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, um, MC Ren and Inspector Deck were, were easily outshining their groups. Before before any of their solo works, they were easily outshining the rest of their group, but they didn't get the recognition that I thought that they deserved. That and I, I do understand that Dex album was supposed to come out right after Tacal, and there was the whole house fire thing. But before that even went down, before that even happened, there was Into the Thirty Six Chambers. So, so what's that? 
and between between Deck and Genius, they, they those were the two that really shined on that album. Mm-hmm. Now, Meth, I can't deny Meth's skill, but I think I think his appeal came came primarily from his voice. Mm-hmm. And and then people after they got past the voice, they realized, oh, dude is a dude is actually a gifted MC. So I mean, it, it, I I I believe that's why he was the first to blow from the camp. But it took, in my humble opinion, it should have been Deck. And I get it, I get it. I, I, I matter of fact, I got the vinyl downstairs. Ooh, we love you, Rocking. And I got the tape words. I got I got the I got the I got the tape words from the genius because that's what that's what silly girls are made of. And and you better stay out of bars. <laughs> my man had a track called "Stay Out of Bars" about all about getting drunk, and oh, like I, I think the I think the last verse was um he's talking his chick up and he turns out it turns out to be a dude. And he was like, "The lesson wow. is stay out of bars." Like, <laughs> so I mean, but but they but the, the the point is they had their careers before the clan. As far as the as far as the clan was as far as the clan was concerned, Jack was the one that really shined for me. And then right after him was the genius. And I'm I'm mad that I didn't realize that the Jizza genius was the same dude that I had a tape of already sitting on the shelf. Jizza Jizza. It was the opener, yo. Yeah. He was the opener, yo. Well, is, is, is he the one that was a school teacher? Is he the one that what? He can't afford to. He was a school teacher or something like that? Well, he taught he was a professor. Who, the genius? Genius. I remember one of them became a professor at college, the university. So it's pretty cool. Jizzin. Jizzin. That nigga's no joke, son. And Caesar is a real master. And you, God, ain't no joke either. No. We forgot about him. <laughs> you, God? That, mm-hmm. He's you, you, God. You, God. Let me tell you something. If ever there's somebody that you should feel on the streets, <laughs> it's you guys. Say, you, 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 just, you just say what you want about him being the weakest link of MC. Don't go say that to his face. <laughs> and, and, then, and then come back and then come back and let me know you were able to say that to his face. <laughs> he different. Yo, let me tell you, let me tell you guys something, yo. The next week, the next podcast is about the music aspect of it. We're gonna go, we're gonna go with top five groups and best collabos. Mm. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. That's in my opinion, there's only two that I can say was the hottest collabos ever: Flavor Remix and John Blaze. Mm. Yeah. 
you had you you had Flavor Day, you had LL, Buster, Biggie, Craig Mack, Rampage on that track. Versus Yo. John Blaze, which was Fat Joe, Raekwon, Jada Kiss, Big Pun. There was a fifth one. Well, four, three, two, one is my top one. Four, three, two, one. That's another collabo. How about I shot you? you? Me? Thank you, yo. I'm I'm, th I'm thinking yo, I shot you and Bam. There's a TV. bunch of I shot you. Um, um, what you would call this though? That's deep. Cause Jada, Jada's who shot you is no joke. You feel me? And then, like, after for like, or some ill collabo, real official collabo shit. The illest collabo that I've really officially seen. And, and this is like no joke. <laughs> this is no joke. You ready for this one? Desperado. Oh. Oh. When you have, when you got a, <laughs> when you got a core mega, mm. nature, mm. Foxy Brown, mm. Nas, and cannabis, that's a punch. Right. Uh, that's a fucking man, giant. Punch. Yo, did y'all ever Google this boy's cannabis is, um, Verse for Desperado, yo. I would love you gentlemen to take time tonight and just Google the words to, to, to what that boy said at his age and his and his and his prime. Okay. Hands down his prime. Hands down his prime. Okay. Like he opened up such a can of worms. Yo, I'm still stuck off this nigga's bars. Yo, Dominic. Yo, Dominic. When I say cannabis, <laughs> yo, cannabis shitted on this track, man. You feel me? He said, at a thousand degrees Celsius, I make MCs melt. Fuck a record label. I appear courtesy of myself. <laughs> Do you understand me? I, I listen. I, I'm going to add another song to this collab. We got to re Joe. We gonna write this down. Touch it remix. What? Buster. Hold up. Touch you it. mean to touch it? Mega mix. Cause I'm sorry, there there, there was there was like four different remixes, and I got tired of, of trying to find all of them. Touch it remix, Busta Rhymes, Rod Digger, Papoose, Papoose, DMX, DMX on on that song. His boys was X is the monster, Swiss is the beast. 
Yo, tired of fucking around with y'all. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Being that you bringing up, look. Being that you bringing up DMX, right? Before I cut you off, before I cut you off, that nigga was the video with the hoodie over his one eye. Yo, this is what killed me with DMX. We're going to go right yeah. back to 4321. Do you oh. remember how that nigga DMX came in? Straight out the dark. Because if I catch you with the sun down, run it, clown. I'm going to gun it down. Okay. He said, yo, you knew was you, he said you knew you was wrong, but you asked for it, nigga. Okay. <laughs> the man was a he was hungry on that shit. Right. Was right. he? He robbed all the then, other MCs on the track, including yo, cannabis. Like, <laughs> yeah. yo, I don't care about your yo. lyrics. Come up on yo. that chain. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! You thought you were gonna steal that mic from L? Give me that shit. <laughs> yo, but he killed. Yo, <coughs> yo. When I say yo, L went back in the lab and wrote that shit. He went so personal. I said, look at him, yo. This thing, you had to change up the damn thing, huh? Man? That boy came. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> he came crazy. And you know what? Huh? You know what? Anybody out there listening to this, it's probably still out there today. Find the conversation that cannabis had with LL. Because LL told him straight up, this is hip hop, this is what we do. When, 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 you know, the, the young lion comes into the den, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to eat you up, but we're going to get together. We're going to come. I'm, I'm going to bring you out on stage. We're going to get this money. We're going to do our thing. Everybody up in cannabis ear talking about you let that lip licking shirt tearing motherfucker get at you like that. <laughs> and, and you cannabis. Come on, son. Hi. <laughs> Months later, what you got? Second round knockout. <laughs> cannabis was, was supposed to, <laughs> cannabis was supposed to still be making money right now if he would have played real. his cards right. For real, yo, but he did, yo. I he caught him. I he, he yo, that second round knockout with with, with with the with Mike Tyson in the background. Talking about yeah, I eat your kids, <laughs> you yo. That shit was intimidating, son. L was like, I ain't coming outside. I don't want Mike Tyson punching me in the face. <laughs> he said, no. He said, we ain't going to do this. We ain't nah, gonna I was do like, this. heard that convicted rapist on the record, too. I don't know if uh, Ricky probably tell you more. What pissed off LL was that he canvas highlighted his album of second round. The world up. Yeah. Yeah. That was the yeah, and what's what's yeah. what's really what's what's really that's sad what about it. that though? That's what what's really what, what's really sad about that? What was really sad about that though is he continued his career, his professional career, with that as his cornerstone or his foundation stone. <laughs> Every album had a track dedicated to L. Every album. Mm-hmm. He did the Four Horsemen project, and he's still talking about that because you a father ass because you, you got fucked in your ass by your father. Like nigga, is you still like that was ten years ago? 
L made two tracks, <laughs> and he, and now he, now he's NCIS. You still stuck on stupid, my nigga. Like, and now you and 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 now you pulling out your rhyme book at battle raps. How did how did we get here? How <laughs> sway? Tell me, you ain't got the answers. You ain't got the answers. <laughs> hold up, hold up. What, what, what did what did what did what tell tell cannabis and the Ripper Strikes Back? One rule in lyrical lyrical war never repeated. So the same the same the same bullshit in House of Blues. Ricky, you finish the first. Hold up. Finish first on that. That shit crazy, yeah. <laughs> and, and that's why this career end, ended the year, like he said it would. <laughs> For real, yo. Niggas be moving their mouths. That, 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 and that's what I'm saying. I mean, uh, don't get me wrong. I got love for my cousin. I'm always going to have his back. But he got out rhymed and outclassed. But how do you out rhyme somebody and still lose the battle? Yeah. <laughs> it just, it, it don't make sense. Yeah, it don't, man. That's why this I'm is bad math. It. This is bad math because the shit don't add up. Like, <laughs> and he had some more coming too. He had some more. He really coming. did. Yo, LL put yo LL and his in 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 the unit that he had and put money out and said, "Look, shut it down. Longevity." <laughs> Longevity is a motherfucker. You know what I mean? When it you really rock is. the bells, it, it, cause that's what really saved uh, uh honestly. It wasn't no lyrical content. He, cause when you break down the you know the metaphors that he was coming with, it's like you're taking whatever the dude battled you with and you just repeating his words to him like a twelve year old. It's like um it's like somebody going, Hey, you got boogers in your face, and then you like you got boogers in your face. You know what I mean? It's like you're repeating the purpose or mimicking them. That's like that's how LL won. I know you are, but what am I? I know you are, but what am I? Did that? Yes. It wasn't no, you know what I mean? It wasn't no slickness. Like on four, three, two, one, right? When you listen to it, right? Is that when you really peep the lyrics? You like man, nigga threw a garbage truck at you and then you tried to reverse with that punk ass Volvo <laughs> ew <laughs> nah you feel me it's like he really came for L son regardless of you gotta think about it yo the nigga went in on a second round knockout I would have had to respect that that's like oh shit that nigga said yo I'm gonna let the world know the truth man you don't want me to shine then you go lay your vocals after mine. That's a bitch move. He killed that. He, that was a fact. And I just spoke that history. You know what I mean? You had to go change your vocals, nigga. You had to go change your bars because of me. That's a bitch move. A move only homo rappers would you. So when you say you dropping albums, you only dropping clues. That's a boom, bing, bing. You you swelled up. No, remember when Mike no. Tyson hit Bruno over the eye? <laughs> was was, was, was he the was he the one was was Bruno the one that went down like Glass Joe? To, oh, 
Yes, we were talking, talking, yo, talking, talking hella British, talking hella British shit. Looking like the darkest British bean out there. <laughs> Trying to talk all tough. Mike Tyson hit that nigga in the third round. His eye was yippee Kaye. Okay, that's exactly every, how every, 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 that everybody got a plan until they get hit. Everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the fucking mouth. <laughs> that's what, yo, and then, yo, yo, the marketing, the marketing, yo, bro, bro, you got to you gotta do the imagination, right? Peep how my story came and equaled itself. Peep. You got to peep. The nigga Wyclef put more money into, like, like, putting the kid out there, right? But the kid was already <coughs> developing his own secret plan to save himself by writing that second round knockout. Okay? So now, who promoted that? Wyclef. You feel me? Because you promoting his album instead of, like, pushing that single. You know what? Cannabis did we, that all by himself. You feel me? With Mike Tyson. You know what? Mike, he went under Mike Tyson's tutelage, my nigga. The beat, the beat. You know, you, you know something though. We, we we keep we keep mentioning this name, and we not recognizing the fact that out of nowhere, out of nowhere, the little quiet Haitian nigga dropped <laughs> one of the hardest diss tracks ever. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, L actually got back at him, but you can't deny that busy signal. <laughs> that they like my man my man let you know from the beat that he was off the hook like <laughs> and then and then my man L, said L return back. return L. to jack the ripper what nigga please yo. i'll push you further back than your hairline recedes <laughs> yo. yo he was going yo yo and then yo ll came back with that can i bust yo like when you really listen right the words on that one was funny too. It's like it was. I expected more from L. You know what I mean? Some cool What's G it? status. You know what I'm saying? Type of metaphors. Some getting your and you ass know what? ripped. Like and you, mama should have knocked you out. Was harder than and, and, and you know what? Cannot bust. Him and, and see, there's the difference between L acting off of emotion versus actually putting in the work because when he did back where i belong that was him putting in some work yes when, sir. He, when, 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 when he when yes, he when he when he did when when he did the ripper strikes back mm -hmm. that was him hearing second round knockout and saying give me a beat <laughs> like yo my nigga don't you don't you want a pen and some paper nah nah just give me a beat yo i got this dad <laughs> I think you can, can help me out with this. What is the track? You know, what is the track with LL with, um, I think, James Brown um, as the sample with some ill-ass trumpets? Damn. It's like... The jingling, baby. No, dun, not dun, that dun, one. Dun, 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 it's dun, like... The, the, nah, the trumpets is like... um. Um, it's like bam, 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 and then you hear ooh, oh, hmm. oh yeah, ill bomb, ill bomb, ill bomb. Okay, ill bomb. Yeah. Take that flow right there. 
if LL would have followed with that ill bomb flow after cannabis, remember what he was saying on ill bomb? That's what he needed. He didn't need a KRS one sound bomb. Can I bust? Yes, you can. You can. Get, get that out of here, LL. But you know what though? He admits to that. He admits to that. He 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 know he knows that that he was half stepping with that. He knows that he was half stepping with that. It's like you really you really amped up cannabis's career more by saying his name. For real. Now go listen to cannabis. Not not just saying it, chanting it. Not Yo, watch this it. shit. Watch this deep prophetic shit I'm dropping on y'all. When you listen to his album again, I think it's the song after Buckingham Palace. He actually said he's going to make LL say his name. As fire. He is slick nigga. Any young boy that go astronomical and ba 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 in his metaphors, the nigga said, I'm a beat. Dead niggas to life and bring dead. Yo, did you hear him? Did you hear what that yeah, nigga said on that track? Dead niggas to life. Okay, bro. When a little nigga says that, you better watch out. I don't give a fuck, goat or not, my nigga. Meth, where does meth? Uh, red cannabis open his mouth meth, right now. And I L, bet you cannabis come out right now. I bet you exactly. Yo, remember the other one where the nigga said something about he'll grab the mic from your hand and push you to the he'll push you to the right so hard that your fucking no he'll push you to the left so hard that your he heart said, end up on the I, right I, side I, I of grab, your I, chest. I, I grab mics and push niggas to the left so fast they hard to end up on the right sides of their chest. That was that lost boy shit. That nigga was going bananas, man. Was he? Was on lost boys? Yeah. Yes, this nigga was on lost boys. He was going bananas. Man. Man, the ciphers we used to have, dog. Come on, dog. I was with the Zulu Nation, man. I, I had my own chapter, man, in the Zulu Nation, man. Come on, dog. I'm chapter seven in Zulu. We ran Queen. Easy. We was on Jamaica Avenue all day, man. That was our school. We used to, you know what I mean? We used to cut school and go right down to Parsons. Yeah, meet me in my office. <laughs> we was young and coming up with the Lost Boys, <laughs> dapping it up with Mr. Cheeks and Juggernaut and man, Juggernaut. Yeah. Damn, that, oh my, I ain't heard that name since the nineties. Man, we was ripping niggas. Man, wow. we was we was corner rappers. Man, we used to pull up in niggas' towns and hop out and with the radio boombox, we start spitting and let's get it. It wasn't battle. It was. Just putting our skills out there, you know what I mean. And it it, it was natural, yo. It was natural, yo. That shit come natural. Beast from the East. That's the name of the song. Beast from the East. Yeah, Kendrick. Yeah, because you know what? Dumb. A plus. A plus showed me that he still had it when he when he when when he when he jumped up on there. Yeah, A plus was it was a shit too. Oh yeah. You know who was nice? Ali Vegas. Oh yes. Remember oh, when yes. he first came out? Yeah. Ali Vegas mouth was crazy. He was another slept on rapper. <laughs> Niggas slept on that little light skin nigga. He dangerous. 
And Shaheen too. Um, 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 Shaheen was gonna be a, a official ass nigga too. Yep. If he wasn't such a a, a badass. Heard up. Meth um took him under the wing. I mean, they you know started fucking up with the woo. I'm about to say Meth tried to take him under his wing. <laughs> yeah, he tried. He should have stayed with Meth. He's stupid. He's stupid. A lot Let of these kids, man. It, they wasn't listening. They was never listening. That's why I ain't gonna lie, man. I pray. I'm praying, man, that Jada is the one that snatched me next. I need a, I need a seat at somebody's table because I've been around for years. I'm in. I'm, I'm hitting. I, I'm in the forty now. So at least by forty three, I you know I signed the distribution. I start building a little studio for the sons and the nephews, and we just go from there. It's really that's where they at. It's the future. I ghost write for them all day, bump it, and I want my own ghost writing um team. Word up, so we could get our own little thing because the creativity's here. I, I don't, you know, I don't really want to do too much. Man. I just want to be the background. Word up, help people get awards and and do it because I've been in it. Uh, I, I like I, I like the background. I ain't gonna lie. I grew I grew into. Wanting to be in the background. If I'm ever in that limelight, man, TMZ, I, I got problems. <laughs> or everybody going to love me, man. Everybody going to love me, man. Or if you hate me, the next nigga going to get you because you shouldn't hate me. Tonight on or, the news at 11, an armed man ran up in the TMZ offices. Because <laughs> the whole team, you know, the concept of blowing up, man, is, is being different. You feel me? So it's like, I'm going to be a little radical with it, you know what I mean? Um, like, some days I'm Joker, some days I'm Batman, you know what I mean? Type shit. You feel me? Like, it, it has to it has to go with the image, man. I'm prophetic. My man said he's the Batman who laughs. You feel, you're damn right. You, you know what I mean? Like, this is different, because, like, like, me and my man were saying, you know, when paparazzi roll up on our vehicle, you know, when we open our door, we we coming out with paparazzi pictures, too. We taking pictures this with the strobe light and fucking up they campus. They be like, yo, this Gridlock and his team, man, they always radical. They always got something going on. And then the summer, you know, when they think they're about to take pictures of us, we pulling up in them stretch jeeps and trucks like, you know what I mean? We hopping out with super soaps. You know what I mean? Squirtles, <laughs> like that. You know, it, it's not disrespecting, it's, it's, it's the love. They're going to smile at the same time. You know what I mean, just come out with silver, silver umbrellas. Until, you know what I mean? You can't until, see nothing. Until it until they realized the super soakers were full of urine. <laughs> one, of your, one day, one day, one of our naughty buddies might try that. Hell, yeah. Yo, oh, 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 um, super soakers full of bleach. We love. I would love to talk more about this, fellas. We gotta, we gotta end this podcast. We've been on long enough, man. Long You're enough. Right. Listen, listen. Man. It's all for the audience out there. We're gonna do. We're gonna have more. We're gonna have more. Live podcast. We'll continue on with this conversation through the top five groups. And also, we got a podcast this Friday, 8 p.m. I put it out there. Me and Prophecy and, and, and Joey G. We're going to talk about uh, what we mentioned on the, on the previous podcast. We're going to talk about. Uh, it was um, relations, uh, um, the, the trust of. Um, yeah, trust with your man. With your girl. Yeah. Word up. Trust with your man, that'll be at 8 p.m. 
It's gonna be all of us. Hopefully, all of us on the podcast gonna talk about some real shit because you know everyone knows when it comes to pussy, they ain't no real, they ain't no damn loyalty amongst the fellas. Somebody got to die. If I go, you got to go. Somebody about to die. <laughs> Somebody got to go. But definitely, we're we going to be signed off. Any, any final words, fellas? For fellas? Nah, nah. Any final words? Right, I always word. say, I always say, All if you right. know anybody out there suffering from any form of mental illness, please reach out to them. You never know what your difference you're reaching out to make. Right. Right. That's it. And, and, uh, and the, the truth, the truth, the truth, the truth is, I want to do. I want to actually want to do a podcast about mental health. I think it's really important to do a podcast about that situation. Be uh, me, hmm. Ricky Brown, and uh, Prophecy and Georgia we collaborate on how we can. This podcast, yeah. I need, yeah. Matter of fact, yeah, I definitely need it, man. I definitely need to chop it up, man, because I, I need some clarity, brother. Yeah, we, we all need clarity. I mean, we, we are, we're all going through it, including me. So, up. Every, everybody, everybody, by the time you hit the age of five, you have experienced some type of trauma and some form of mental illness that has been documented and it and is treatable but because there's a stigma against it we don't talk about it we don't acknowledge it and we don't treat it the world up that shit getting it's getting really annoying nowadays for, for people man world up even you know i got a couple friends hitting me and i feel it feel crazy when i don't have the you know the proper um the proper words and advice so. I was like, damn, it's been it, it's been coming crazy to the point where I've had my own like personal like, damn, is it why is this happening to me type? And it's like every time I'm about to touch like you know, um, like the like getting closer to the success part of you know getting to somebody, Dom, it's like something comes out of nowhere. You know what I mean? And it comes crazy, yo. Where it builds heavy insecurity. And it's like, it's not cool. Word up. Word up. But we go, we go, we go definitely talk about that. That's why little that's moments why. like this, go, moments go. like this, yeah. Word we, we, up. We're going to collab on, we're going to definitely collab, we're going to collab on and get, get that date on for that particular podcast. I think it's very important to talk about. Um, hopefully, it's going to be, it's going to be done during the day because I want to reach a grand audience when it comes to that. It's about to be done on this podcast, about mental illness and things like that. I've seen it. But I'm old. I'm going through myself, you know. I'm not saying I have mental illness, but I have some out of control myself. So, yeah. you know so, it's your man, Big Dom. I'm going to sign off on this podcast. I love you guys. I love the fans. Keep we'll keep two players podcast rolling. All right. I'm saying, I kind of last over the month of January, but you know, we're back on, we're back on the ground. You guys have been with uh, the new episodes each day. So on that note, right. probably Joey G, you're already. All right. Peace. You already know what it is. You're already. Peace. 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 Yeah. Yeah. See what it's wrong. Great lock. Great lock. Shout out to my nigga Dom. Two players. Let's go. This that true player shit. We gon' make it live with Big Dom. How they gon' knock true player shit? 
we gon' take it farther than beyond. This that truth, play your shit. We gon' make it live with Big Dom. How they gon' not truth, play your shit. We gon' take it farther than beyond. We ain't holding no punches. True players, we live, homie. No frontin', always talk about something. So taking over, you know that the wait is over. That in your face commentary is fire in the show up. We talk about sports, finance, and relationships. True players. Yo, I, I, I feel.